hey everybody welcome back to episode 99 of the methyl podcast podcast with Avery and Lena. Today we have an awesome guest on, Callum Likens. Welcome to our studio or kitchen table. Thank you very much for having me. That's great. We also have Lena, co-host. Hi, nice to be here again. Awesome. <laughs> You've been sticking around, which is nice. Stop quitting. <laughs> so Callum is sort of part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Coming back hopefully soon. Yeah, I uh, I had a podcast in it for a while. I decided to close it down. And for the last six months, I've been uh, trying to get a new one set up again. And it's just been... It, life has taken over in a weird way in the yeah. latter end of this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, life is always challenging. But also being a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, did you know that you can save money with ATB? I've heard that. Awesome. So if you're tired of paying bank fees when you can't remember the last time you were at a branch, you spoke ATB Listens, and they've created a no-monthly-fee digital account with a line of credit that makes banking work for you. By doing most of the banking digitally, you'll avoid monthly fees and get unlimited digital transactions. It's 24-7 banking at its finest. Visit ATB.com today to sign up for a no-fee all-in account and discover digital banking that works for you. I am super excited about what we have in store for the podcast and what we're going to rate and review. We're probably just review. We don't really rate it anymore. Because <laughs> it's just, a lot of the stuff is just too awesome to rate. And I think Lena has a way we're going to do it today. But I do. Um, with our first item, I know when we talked about you coming onto the podcast earlier, yep. you said you have to have Iron Brew. Of course, yeah. The toxic orange drink. Yes, <laughs> and I was a big fan of Iron Brew before you said that, so I've had it before. I don't know if Lena's ever had it. Well, oddly enough, in Cape Breton, where I'm from, they made Iron Brew, and I guess they used to make the Scottish version and a New York version because it was around in New York first. Mm-hmm. And oh. I remember my dad having it in his lunchbox, but I don't. I didn't really like pop as a kid, so I don't know if I had it or... Or not, so. So do you have some history on Iron Brew for Of course I do. Of course. So more facts, I suppose. (laughs) Um, So it's the most popular soft drink in Scotland, even over Coke and Pepsi, which is, there's not too many other countries that have other soft drinks (laughs) more popular. What surprised me is when you look it up, the first thing you get is a picture of it at McDonald's. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Like, can you get this at McDonald's? Yeah, like in in the fountain. I pop machine. believe this is yeah. in the McDonald's. Because McDonald's, of course, it, it follows that standard kind yeah. of formula. So I believe they've got deals with Coke and all that. So yeah, I don't no. think you get Iron Brew McDonald's in Scotland. Yeah. That's the first image that came up. But Interesting. It, but that being said, it was just an image. <laughs> um, now, I really liked their controversial ads. I found them hilarious. <laughs> and the two that I liked were... Um, a billboard with a cow on it that said, when I'm a burger, I want to be washed down with iron brew. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they got some flack for that. 
The other one was a bikini-clad woman holding a can that says, I never knew four and a half inches could give me such a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of flack for that one. Iron Brew has done some amazing adverts in the past. Yeah. I remember one of the Christmas ones always was great. It was the old uh, snowman advert. Yeah. And the idea was the boy with the snowman, they fly in. <laughs> And the snowman tries to steal his iron brew. <laughs> so the boy basically takes vengeance. Oh, no, it's the other way around, actually. The boy oh. tries to steal the snowman. So the snowman drops him mid-flight. Mid <laughs> and the boy just plummets. <laughs> I love it. So when was the last time you had an iron brew? Um, it's really funny, actually. Uh, when I do the Edmonton Fringe, I have a family up there who are amazing. They're like my Canadian Scots family. And literally, when they come to a show... Uh, Lorna always brings me a couple of bottles oh, of Iron nice. Brew, nice. which is so nice. But it's um, Iron Brew is one of those weird things because it's a Scottish tradition. And it really is. It's a great drink. We all love it. But it's really one of those things that you only uh, have uh, or should only taste properly after a night out. Yeah. Oh. It is one of the finest hangover cures and I you know just I'm totally lowering <laughs> the tone of the show already. It's one of the finest hangover cures on the planet. Okay. Um, so if you've never tried it, if you've had a, a a kind of a night on the town, then Iron Brew is pretty much guaranteed to cure any hangover very quickly. And I've if never my parents, have a hangover yeah, in my life. <laughs> if my parents are listening to this, I've never had a night out onto the town. <laughs> so this will be a brand new thing for me. <laughs> that brought me to my last fact, actually, that uh, the comedian Billy Connolly has quipped that something like Iron Brew has saved my life on so many Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is so true because it's a, it's a combination. It's Iron Brew and a, a, a Lorne sausage roll, which is a oh, sliced yeah. sausage roll. Okay. Uh, if you basically yeah. have that and iron brew after a, a night out, and you're uh, nice. You can nice. keep going. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so enough talking. Let's yeah. get into iron brew. Because <laughs> you have longer. It is a nice orange color. I like it. And I remember the uh, iron brew that Just Lena was talking bit. about when, and it was more of a dark color, like the yeah, New I York think stuff. So. Yeah, so. they've changed. Uh, they did uh, for a while. There was a huge controversy. They took out the. There was an ingredient that they took out. They did it even in the UK. And it caused such a hoo-ha <laughs> that they basically had to put it back in. I think and it was a color. It's like I a coloring think, type yeah. thing, yeah. But um, apparently it's not quite the same. It's The, the mm. ones over in America and over in Canada are, are slightly different. Okay. So it looks like Orange Crush. It's the first time I've had it. I think it's a little bit different color than Orange Crush. It has It's a little bit darker. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess I just drink Orange Crush from a can. But but here is the challenge. What does it actually taste like? I've been trying to think of this for years, and I have no idea. I've been drinking Nothing. this since I was a bairn, and I still <laughs> couldn't tell you what it tastes like. <laughs> it tastes it's like iron, iron brew. brew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it has it. its own unique flavor. Yeah, and it's a great flavor. It is. It's but nice. never have the diet iron brew. Don't ever take diet iron brew. You know how they always do it: diet coke, diet Pepsi, oh, blah blah. Uh, diet iron brew doesn't. It's it just doesn't taste the same. I've it's never. So weird. I haven't even seen it. So maybe it's just yeah. in the UK we get that. So. Okay, it makes sense that there would be a diet version of it. Yeah, I don't oh, know if I'd want to have it. So good. It's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I like it, and I don't normally drink a lot of pop. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's really hard to kind of get the flavor and the, the profile of it. You know, because it's not overly sweet. The taste is kind of, I've heard people describe it as um, 
oh, kind of, some people say, oh, it tastes a bit like cream soda. Some people say it tastes as, um, this is all the American. Yeah. I'm on a yeah. lot of um, sites about kilts and yeah. history, and a lot of the Americans who love the iron brew, they try and classify it. And I've kind of read what they said about it and went, no. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes nothing like that. <laughs> Maybe it tastes like 0.002% ammonium ferric citrate. I was thinking it just tastes like that. <laughs> yeah, it really comes out at the back of the palate. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know. They always used to say the old adverts, it was iron brew made in Scotland from girders. <laughs> yeah. so they always used to advertise it as this. It was like it was made out of metal and steel and oh, things okay, like that yeah. to make you strong and robust. <laughs> nice. So. nice. I like that. I li- I'd like to be in Scotland to see all the commercials and stuff. Maybe I can find them on YouTube later, which I would be fun. I think you can. The commercials, some of them were just... I think because it was a, it was a specifically Scottish thing, they got away so well with just making these wonderful crazy adverts and oh, okay. some of them really cheeky as yeah. you've already pointed yeah. out I, think... I feel stronger already <laughs> I don't even have to do weightlifting today like my strength training I just have iron brew after drinking this maybe we'll see a 4.5 it is good pleasure you <laughs> Okay. Um, the podcast is, is over. Is that the time? <laughs> I didn't realize it was an aphrodisiac as well. Put that to the list. <laughs> I know three and a half inches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On that awkward note, let's move to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing awkward. <laughs> oh. I knew I was going to enjoy being a guest in this podcast. I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it. Oh. So the next thing, you think Scotland, you think haggis. We don't have haggis. We have haggis and black pepper crisps from McKay's. No, sorry. Mackey's, yes. Not McKay's. We were talking about McKay's the other day. So haggis, national dish of Scotland, um, liver, heart, and lungs in suet and oatmeal packed in a sheep's stomach and boiled. Never had it. Yes. Well, coming up is Robbie Burns Day, and he wrote a poem um, addressed to a haggis. So, <laughs> so haggis is uh, it's is officially one of those kind of originally a poor person's meal. Yeah. yeah. So, you just read a list of what yeah. the <laughs> sees in it. Originally, it was everything from um, I'm not going to swear. Sorry, I won't swear on your podcast. But from <laughs> buttocks to eyeballs shall we say <laughs> all the leftover things that were there it was a case so you didn't wa- waste them in a farming community yeah. so you mushed them up and you mixed them together and you put it in a sheep's gut and you boiled it up and you ate it and that's traditionally what haggis was and it's just it's great i've uh i've been at so many burns nights i'm actually hosting one i'm not hosting sorry i'm the master of ceremonies for one up in sylvan lake in the next few days and I love it. The problem with Burns uh, Nights and Haggis is it's a very stodgy food. You know, it's really heavy. Yeah, and it's yeah. served with neeps and tatties. So you've just got this plate <laughs> of, of goopy, stodgy food. <laughs> so it's pretty much the month. Everyone goes about Christmas. But actually, January in Scotland, um, I you could be working almost every other night doing Burns Nights if you're oh, okay. in that profession. So forget putting on weight over Christmas. It's actually January <laughs> in Scotland. You can literally just pile on weight with all the stodge. But haggis, oh, it's a fine, fine feast. I believe this is a healthier version in crisp form. I said <laughs> chips, but I should say crisp. 
So I've had haggis on a number of occasions, and I like it. I think it's a good thing. It's has a unique taste, like everything else. And and Buster heard Chip's oh. opening, so he has to come over. <laughs> so what I will say about these is that they, they do miss the haggis flavor a wee bit. Mm. However, what I like about them is the black pepper. Because one yeah. of the biggest things about Scottish cooking is there is a lot of pepper quite often and stuff. Um, I always say, unless your nose is running, it's not a, a good Scottish <laughs> meal. Uh, so, but these are lovely. We have these in the UK, and I, I love these. Um, and I just love the fact that Mackey's do a whole variety. They try and do these wonderful variety of chips. So, yeah, we got another bag of turkey, and, turkey stuffing. and stuffing. Yeah, mm. yeah, we didn't try them yet. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, They're I like nice. them. They have a nice pepper flavor, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I don't know if it's overpowering the haggis a little bit. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I'm definitely going to enjoy some more of those. It's it's actually kind of weird because I'm so used to chips over here, crisps. Even I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are changing me. <laughs> but it's kind of strange because these are a very soft chip. Okay. Um, compared to what a lot of the favorites, like Vickers and things like that over here, they're always a, a, a slightly more crunchy chip. So it's kind of interesting because I'm just like, it, it really is a, a bit of home because we have our <laughs> chips, a lot of crisps, a lot softer usually. Nice. That's a savory item. We're going to go on to another savory item. Okay. You think Scotland, you think oat cakes, oatmeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have Stockins oat cakes. They're Orkney thick. Any of these kinds. So Stockins has been around for 100 years, but oat cakes themselves have been around since at least 43 AD. And in the 14th century... Soldiers carried a metal plate and a sack of oats to make them on their marches and stuff, oh. and that gave them more endurance than other soldiers. Okay, so let's try some oat cakes. I've only ever had Nova Scotia oat cakes, which are a lot thicker than this piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oat cakes are kind of one of those. Um, again, it's like it's like, like the haggis. It's a working meal. Uh, you know, you put it in your sporran or your pocket. <laughs> you go out, you do your your work, and you've got. Yeah, you know, sometimes I think. They put a bit of cheese or something in there as well, you know, and they would have the oat cake to. Yeah, I pictured they don't need it dry, but. Good bit of salt in there as well. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I was I got when I had that, and that's quite common. That's a good sign of a good oat cake. It's got just that tweaking of salt. Nice. Yeah, to, I picture I want some jam on it because I'm always thinking where I can put what I can put jam on. <laughs> <laughs> and I have some rhubarb jam in the fridge, so. I think I compare them to Nova Scotian ones, which are yeah. thicker and more buttery. And these seem more healthy, but I like them. They're yeah. more savory than the ones back home. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's been a while since I had oat cakes, and uh, and I think it's like Nova Scotia was the last time I had them, so over like almost 15 years. So. Yeah. And I don't remember having them any time when I was in Halifax, so probably as mm. a kid I had them. I remember them from Tim Hortons back home. Oh. Used to serve them. I don't know if that was all Nova Scotia or just Cape Breton, but are we moving on to sweets? <laughs> yes, we are on to. I'm not sure if it's tunic, tunics, tea cakes, which have were founded in 1890. Um, <laughs> in 2014, the Commonwealth Games, the opening ceremonies featured dancers dressed as these tea cakes, which <laughs> I thought was hilarious, and I should look up that video. <laughs> They were all also favorites of V-bombers, and then flight crews realized that at high altitudes, they um, like puffed up and expanded <laughs> until there was an incident where it went all over the instrument panel, and then they stopped being allowed to have them in the air. Because <laughs> they're like a marshmallow, from what I gather. Yes. Like, 
There's always that one guy that ruins the fun for everybody. (laughs) So a delicious biscuit base topped with marshmallow and covered with real milk chocolate, as the package says. Mm. So Tunnock's tea cake are just, there's two kind of combinate, two things like this. There's uh, what we call snowballs, and then there's the tea cakes. Snowballs are a variation of this, but instead of having the biscuit, they're marshmallow chocolate with uh, coconut on them. Okay, Uh, yeah. But the Tunnock's tea cakes are more traditional. Uh, they They sponsor everything that they can currently. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh. and the challenge is uh you basically have to take the whole thing and put it in your mouth and oh so we can't just cut you, it we have to no, you're literally well you can cut it of course but the, <laughs> i don't know I, I... As, as, a, as a scottish kid you would literally take yeah. the whole thing and, and just ram it in your mouth uh, now that you say that i think we have to do yeah, it it's kind of a challenge um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm looking forward to this i love the packaging just this foil silver and red packaging what they look like Whippets or Leviva puffs? Yeah, I don't think I can put this all in my mouth, but I'm going to try (laughs) and not look at you guys. (laughs) I can't. So there you go. That's it. That that is the challenge. (laughs) Failed. No, you get to see what it looks like, though. You got you were you were doing the official. Oh yes, I now see the layering system. When I first looked at it, I thought it was going to be sort of dry, like the Viva Puffs, but they're not. It was nice. It was moist. The marshmallow was fluffier than what I was expecting as well, yeah. where it wasn't like a hard marshmallow. It was yeah. really good, and it I wasn't should. overly sweet. It was nice. The cookie on the bottom. Wasn't yep. too sweet. Oh, these things are incredibly addictive. And now I look at them, I'm just thinking, take the Canadian s'mores tradition. Mm. <laughs> Get two graham crackers, put a couple of the, you know, and, and yeah, yeah, just and I don't know, heat them up and mush it. Oh, yeah, that could work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Let's go get that fire going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fun. I, yeah. I like reinventing small things. Yeah. And, but they are, uh, the problem with uh, Tunnock's tea cakes is they do not last long. Mm. And you probably understand why after tasting them. Yeah. Because they are. They're a lovely blend. They're not too sweet. They're not too sickly. They're mm. a lovely kind of combination. And the problem is they're very moorish. <laughs> you, you can go through a packet very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I was saying we often send guests home with things, but these might just be our <laughs> having to offer you any. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, it was so light and airy. Mm. I think you could eat two, three, four of those easily and not even think that you ate several of them. And if you uh, get a nice, this is going to sound weird, <laughs> a nice cup of tea. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, yeah. I'm slowly adapting to Canadian. Um, red, uh, like Red Rose, yeah, Orange Pico. You know, my mom uh, is amazing. She'll send over emergency tea packages. <laughs> she was going to send one at Christmas, but the box was proving to be too heavy. So she had to <laughs> admit that. She brought it over for the wedding last year. We got a huge big box, which we tore through. <laughs> but if you get a proper good kind of like a tetley tea, like from the UK, and, it, and you steep mm. it, you know, you can't just wave. I don't know why people like to wave a bag of water. <laughs> I'll leave it in the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, you just leave the yeah. thing in and then. But that nice steep tea, one of them, oh, oh, and a nice cold day when you've got the heat on, and that is just heaven. You're just mm. perfect. Nice. On a new sofa, that sounds nice. <laughs> 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 and the next thing we have are is Scottish tablet. I guess the company Ross has made it, and we have a couple of things from them, and they were around since 1880. So I didn't find much on it, just that it's different than fudge because it's brittle. Um, the lady at 
the Scottish store we got it from was like, mm, everyone's granny makes these, so yeah. there's not a lot of bought ones, but we only have bought ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something that's quite easy to make, but I will explain in advance, this is why Scottish people have so many cavities. <laughs> <laughs> this is pure sugar. That's good. <laughs> But it's just so much sugar. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It sort of reminds me of fudge. Yeah, more brittle. Dry. Yeah. Like, but... but yeah, nicer. So what they would, um, I remember, I think it was my grand and my mum would make it. And literally, it's a baking tray. It's a big, oh. heavy baking tray. Oh, okay. And you fill it and you, can't remember if they put it in the oven or if it just sets in the fridge. Okay. It's been so long. But uh, yeah, and then they just break it up. They cut it and break it up. And it's it's literally just sugar and other things. <laughs> not much. It's actually there's not many ingredients in it. Yeah. It's, it's a favorite. I think she read the ingredients because we got it from like a big jar, and it was like sugar, glucose, <laughs> everything in the UK. Sugar, sugar more sugar. <laughs> we'll put some of that sugar in it. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> why don't we just add multiple colored sugars? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not sprinkled. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was kind of brittle. And the next one, and I expect this to be brittle, is. Edinburgh Castle Rock, which the story goes, yeah, there was no packaging with that, that a confectioner in the 19th century named Alexander Ferguson found sweets that he forgot about for like a month, and he tried it, and it was kind of brittle, and he liked it, so he started selling it, and he made him rich. So we have a black currant. So. We fell in love with black currant stuff after we did a UK road trip one, a road trip podcast. Yeah, and a lot of black currant stuff came up. So yeah, because it's not over here. Yeah, there is some black currant, but it's not as prominent. I don't think. And Oddly enough, last night I had a for the first time I had a bison steak, and on the side they had put a kind of black currant s mm. kind of like a sauce. Rubina. Yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> it was just a, it was just put on the steak, and it was just oh, it was oh. Huh, so I love black currants. So okay, that makes nice. me happy. Nice. All right, so I'm not sure exactly if this can be cut or I don't know really what it, it is. It depends so. on the type. There's some <laughs> chalkier ones. There's some chewier. There's some, you know, it always depends on the make and the brand. I will try not to get this one on the floor. <laughs> no, it's still in the package, so I'm good. And I got it before Buster, so. Yeah. Definitely sticks to your teeth. Yeah, yeah. talk about <laughs> cavities. They definitely got that black currant. Nice. Yeah. That was... For a while I had the um, Simpkins black currant, and it reminds me kind of those. So, so chalk. So, what did they call this one? They called Castle Rock. Castle Rock, yeah. So yeah. I said chalk there for a minute. That's weird. It is um, chalky. <laughs> rock comes in many forms in the UK. Some of it mm -hmm. is the the idea is it's supposed to be rock hard. Okay. And um, depending where you go, you get this these big long sticks sometimes, and they're red or candy cane, mm. and inside is a kind of white. Traditionally, it was peppermint and inside with some flavoring, but you literally had to lick and suck on the thing. There was no way to crunch down <laughs> because it was really hard. Then they brought out a kind of really chalky one, which was in between this, uh, mm. where it was just it was a kind of really flaky one, which you could just literally bite into softly. And then this one, which is that kind of crunch and chew kind of variant. Yeah. At first, I didn't like it, but the more I chewed into it and the outside and the inside mingled together i thought the flavors came together a little bit nicer so i liked it at first but i just don't like that sticky feeling on my teeth that's yeah. not a feeling i like this as is, an adult this is why we <laughs> no. have cavity this is why yeah. that whole joke about the uk having bad teeth 
you're now beginning to understand like <laughs> our favorite drinks are yeah. iron brew <laughs> tablet rock it's like <laughs> glucosate we learned glucose is in everything oh, you know glucosate oh geez i've forgotten about that as well you see it's now really fancy glucosate oh, um, okay. if you tried it because there's different kind of flavors and styles but the original variation was a very similar toxic orange to the iron brew oh. but it had a, even more of a I would I would have to say a more iron oh, taste okay. to it almost. Okay. It was a strange stuff. Yeah, yeah. it left a lasting impression. <laughs> yeah, on you would always get it when you're ill. That's all oh, I remember okay. when I was growing up. They would give it to you when you're unwell as a kid, just mm. to keep whatever kind of irons and nutrients ever up. <laughs> I think it just give you a sugar rush to get you going. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because well, it was developed by the the guy who developed it said it was like a medicine <laughs> so yeah. maybe that's stuff yeah that'll be it yeah i think i have plastic <laughs> there we go. <laughs> all right so the next one the sour plumes you might want to correct me oh, on that now i don't know they're just green candy boiled sweets but it has the best story i think of any of the things so it was first made in 1337 to commemorate when a bunch of men were eating unripe I am unripened plums. Just wait, isn't that the same year when your mom was born? Anyway, and they were killed by raiding Englishmen. <laughs> and these guys, <laughs> these men were from the Galashiels. <laughs> but anyway, now the modem, motto of the town is Sir Plumes, which is kind of a yeah. cool motto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's good pronunciation in Galashiels there. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried. <laughs> so I feel this one is going to stick to my teeth. <laughs> Yeah, I think the pronunciation comes from a little bit of Nova Scotian, where we have somewhat difficult names to pronounce in towns. And but they're more like traditional, like yeah, McMac. Really nice flavor. Mm. I like the sourness of it. I love sour. I'm just like a in between a hard and soft candy, like a hard and a nougat almost. You still get that stick to your teeth feeling. Mm-hmm. See, I'm getting more of a floral taste, which mm. is weird. Mm. I'm not picking out what I would have expected. From the sour. Yeah, maybe that's the plumes part. <laughs> definitely didn't get the sour taste. Definitely more of a floral taste, yeah. which I was, wasn't was expecting. <clears throat> I was presuming it was going to be like sour plums, because sour plumes would be... Because what was it that it was? It was What was the description historically? Um, unripened, unripened plums. Yeah, so, yeah, it yeah. was right. Plumed plums. Yeah, yeah. Sour, yeah. But that's weird, you know. It's not quite what I thought the taste would be. Yeah. I kind of feel like we should go out plum picking, but a month earlier and compare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when plum season necessarily is, but we'll find out. And hopefully yeah. we won't be killed by some Englishmen. I don't know. That might be a fun way to go. <laughs> that could make news. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. that was good. But before we do a little review, let's bring an ad from our friends at Alberta Health Services. We ask these children if they know when to go to emergency and when there are other options. I would definitely go to emergency if I broke my arm. If you stopped breathing or something's really wrong. If you had a cold, you should probably just go to a doctor and not into the emergency. Or clinic. If you have an emergency, we're here to help. If it's not an emergency, you have options. Take control of your health. Call 811 or visit ahs.ca slash options. <laughs> Good ad, hon. <laughs> Thanks. I uh, put that in there myself. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> 
this is when the sugar giggles yeah. come yeah, out. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> well, to, yeah, the, this I don't know how many serious sugar episodes you've had, but there's a lot of high in sugars yeah. in some of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got a nutritionist, personal trainer, because <laughs> I'm really trying to lose weight, and this is not going to help at all. <laughs> I started running. Today was my first day. This is not going to help at all. Either. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm just getting back into after my injury, so it's like this is going to set me back. <laughs> or I I will go home and do my treadmill walk, which is my rehabilitation. But um, I'll probably do it a lot faster than normal. <laughs> well, you're stronger from the iron brew. Yes, for sure. yeah, yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, was there any surprises for anybody? Sour plumes. I wasn't overly looking forward to them. I liked the story, but they were they were my favorite candy. Yeah, they were good. I I like them. Uh, uh, probably I like the oh. the tea cakes the best. Yeah, it was really nice having yeah. a ton of tea cake again because I've not yeah. had for a while. The Mackey's crisps. I sure I remember them being a little bit more vibrant in the flavor. Okay, and I felt that I don't know why it just felt a little bit subdued. I vaguely remember having them in the past because I loved their haggis ones and you really got the bite of the pepper. You really got the strong haggis or not necessarily the haggis taste, but at least a an earthy kind of, you know, uh, meatier taste yeah. to it. Yeah. And I felt it was lacking. Uh, Iron Brew, of course, it lived up to its name. You know? yeah. <laughs> Better than I thought it was going to be because yeah. I, I seem to think I had my father's and didn't like it. Different version, but... And I just assumed it tasted a bit like orange crush and i don't like orange crush so i was surprised at how not too sweet it was (laughs) (laughs) so is there anything here that brought you back to your childhood or that you really missed and just iron brew is one of those things i always miss i I mean i really do yeah i get it from friends in edmonton but i haven't had it for a couple of years because i didn't do edmonton you know i've i Give Edmonton a miss. I know it will be waiting for me later this year. Yeah. Um, the Tunnox tea cakes, I had completely forgotten about how good they are. Okay. Like they are dangerous. And <laughs> it's now making me think I really need to go and see if someone does the snowball. Uh, and I don't know if it's Tunnox that do them as well because it's similar but without the biscuit. So it, the problem is if you get a packet of snowballs, you will eat them all. Okay. Yeah. No, you will. There's no, there's no stopping them. Uh, so yeah, really, really, really love the Tunnox. Iron Brew is brilliant. Tablet, haven't had that for a while. Um, so that was really nice to actually have a wee bit of tablet. Yeah. But it reminds me why, um, you know, my <laughs> teeth got so bad as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can assume so what as well because it tastes good and sugary and I think we're all on a little sugar buzz right yeah. now. <laughs> My head actually buzzes after a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, thanks to the people down at the Scottish shop and a touch of Ireland as well. <laughs> um, they were really helpful in helping us pick yeah. out all this. So, And I think they may have had the snowballs there. I can't remember, but they might be yeah. right there. To be honest, the Tunnox is a much more recognizable name, so that's... That's yeah. a great choice, you know, because it's one that people are more familiar with, but it's a lot of people haven't tried, so they just don't know how good it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was really good. Like I said, the Scottish shop, you know, they were great helping find everything. Very helpful. Like, I forget the lady's name, but I, I'm 
disappointed we didn't meet Tim. Was Jim? Jim? Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim Osborne's the guy that runs it. Um, he's an expat. He's uh, actually from up in Glasgow, which isn't far from where I was okay. raised. So every time I go in, I get to have a nice chat with him. And he's, he's a lovely guy. He's been doing this for many a year, goes to all the Highland events. He's busy doing burns. So he's doing a dress to the haggis and things like this yeah. all month. So yeah, the, the guys at the Scottish Scotland shop and a touch of Ireland <laughs> um, are wonderful guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I read all kinds of reviews online about it. I was excited to go to there. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. So um, where can people find you? Um, where, well, what's keeping you busy? Well, at the moment, Burns. Yeah. You know, uh, I haven't done any address to the haggis. This <laughs> but I, I Lately, what I've been doing is a lot of storytelling for Burns and the immortal memory which is kind of a synopsis of his life okay kind of a talk about burns and you know who he was which is awkward because a lot of the burns events are very highbrow but coming from ayrshire coming from the land of burns we were taught differently so i kind of lowered the tone (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah i'm doing a lot of that and then quite often i'm doing fringes Uh, i'm in edmonton this year I also do a lot of medieval events and historical yeah. events. And one of the big ones that's coming up, which I'll put a plug in if that's okay. Oh, of course. It's actually, um, and for all your listeners, uh, a really good one that will be coming up later this year is the Calgary Medieval Fair. It's the, only the second year, but they've decided to go from a really small sample event. It's go big or go home. So they're based at Calgary Stampede this year. Nice. It's going to have jousting, uh, full heavy armor combat, Lots of reenactment villages, a huge uh, reenactors and medieval fair, artisan market selling everything. Me, of course, I'm uh, the host and MC of the event as well as nice. the storyteller. So it's going to be a wonderful big event in Stampede. And if the memory serves, that's in June. Nice. And there'll be nice. lots of nice things to eat as well. <laughs> so, you know, there's the tie in. Yeah. But that's one, if you don't mind, um, I will honestly put a plug in for because the guys that organize it are putting so much commitment and love into it that it just for Calgary, I think it's going to be an exceptionally new event. Nice. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. So anybody that's listening can definitely go there, probably find out ticket information and all that. So yeah, it's, it sounds fun. I know we've went at to the one in Brooks before and I, I enjoyed seeing the jousting. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I I usually work Brooks. Brooks is um, at the moment, unfortunately the people that ran Brooks had a horrible year last year with Mm. accidents and things happening and personal health. So Brooks is, is kind of on hiatus at the moment, which is a real shame, but it's lovely that we've now got one in Calgary Yeah, because this one is, it's going to be phenomenal. And I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it and, Nice. I was speaking to them today and getting lovely compliments from them, which also helps my <laughs> my performer ego. No <laughs> That's awesome. And for us, make sure you check out our website, themesshallpodcast.com. And from there, you should be able to find our Twitter and email address and everything else. So just go to themesshallpodcast.com. Thanks. And thanks, Callum, for again for being on. This was a ton of fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you for coming, Kyle. Thank you very much for having me, guys. It's been absolutely fantastic. Lena, thanks for the back and forth jabs at each other. That was fun. It's always good to insult you, especially (laughs) with an audience around. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and thanks to the listening audience. So, thanks.